Hi, I'm Anthony Mindel. Welcome to In The Moment, a podcast on acting, art, and life. In this series, I'm talking to AMAW alumni, students, and clients about the challenges of acting and the joys of creating in the 21st century. For more information, go to anthonymindel.com, or you can also find us on iTunes and SoundCloud. I hope you enjoy. In this week's episode, Tony chats to Lucas Gage about all things the acting business, the hustle, and what it's like working on HBO's new series, Euphoria. They talk about life and art, and things even get a little existential. Welcome to In The Moment Podcast. I'm Anthony. Actually, we should hit the applause button right there. I'd like to get some applause. <laughs> but no, not to outdo my guests. Welcome, Lucas Gage. Thank you for having me. Thanks for being here. How old are you now? I can't tell you. <laughs> That's what you. Maybe be used against you. I'm proud, loud and proud. 51. You look great. What? Oh, you have to say that. No, you do. Go on. You look no, great. No, really, go on. You look great. You look so good. <laughs> okay, calm down. Okay, sorry. Um, I'll square up with you later. No. Um, so, Lucas, I've known you for a while now. You yeah. are super young. You're still so super young. I think I was 18 or 19 when, when I was When you here. started. Yeah. Jesus. Yeah. And your old manager, who's now out of the business, yeah. I think, sent you to us. Yeah, he set me up. Or That's you crazy. set me up with him. You're the reason. Oh, wait. Oh, yeah, we can say that. Oh, of you're the reason. I help, I help actors all the time. I can't always promise that I'm going to get them an agent manager, and that's not my job, but I try to help. Yeah, you, you helped me, and you got me my first couple roles, actually, with that manager. Whoa. I really loved him. I loved him. But he moved to, like, upstate New York. He's in like, Virginia now. Virginia. Mm-hmm. Doing what? Making His family business, right? Yeah. Or, He's making bank with his wife. <laughs> And loving life. Doing what, though? I don't know exactly, but okay, we have he to, looks like he's doing good on okay. Facebook. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> um, so, Lucas is in this new HBO series for young, the young demographic. It looks all hip and edgy and dark <laughs> and cool and fucked up. Called Euphoria. Yes. Well, with a title like Euphoria. It's pretty good. Right? Yeah. Did you watch the pilot? I haven't. I thought it was premiering next week. Well, it premiered this Sunday. Okay, whoa. Okay. okay. Like before Big Little Lies? After Big Little Lies. We're the time slot after. Because you guys are a little more rated R. Yeah. (laughs) I love it's like teenage demographics, but you guys are after Big Little Lies. I know, right? It's hilarious. I know. Uh, I haven't seen it. I thought it was premiering this week, so I will watch it. Cool. And also, uh, Zach Steiner. Do you have any scenes with Zach? No, I just met him at the table read a few times. So he's in my movie. Oh, cool. Yeah. yeah, he plays one of the lead characters, Nate, okay. played by Jacob Lordy's brother, older brother. So, okay, so tell us about, I mean, you've done a lot of other stuff, too. Mm-hmm. Tell us a little bit about you okay. and your journey. Like, tell us a little about your acting journey. Sure. Um, I started doing commercials as a kid. I did awards commercial. That was my big break. Compound W. <laughs> I was the kid for it. Are you serious? Yeah, I you was. You had a little wart. I had a ward on my finger, and I, I made, like, great money bank. as a kid. As a, like, nine-year-old? Yeah. Okay. Growing up, I was really shy in school, but I'd go to the summer camp for acting and film. Got it. And was a different person. Uh-huh. There. Okay. Well, of course. Yeah. Made me get out of my comfort zone. Well, and also, like, as little weird kids, I think actors are so weird and beautiful and special. Not more special, but just, like, they have unique... Um, talents, right? And want to express yeah. it. And so sometimes they are scared. I know I was scared to do that like publicly. 
But then when you find like a camp or yeah. a special teacher that like encourages that, then you start to feel safe. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Shout out to Mrs. Hauser, fifth grade. <laughs> she, I would write these stories and I would act them out and she would encourage so me to do it every week. No one else did it in the class, but I wanted to act so bad and she amazing. encouraged me. Yeah. Shout out to her. I had, a, I had an English teacher named Mrs. Thornburg. Her, her name was Mrs. Shepherd at the time. Then she got remarried and became one of those like, what are they called? Uh, snowbirds where she and her husband would like travel from Indiana. That's where I grew up to like Florida in an yeah. RV. Cool. They were like really cool, like 60 year olds. Anyway, she, same thing. She was like, you're a writer and you're an artist yeah. and like, it's so important Yeah, you need to that. see your talents, you know what I mean? Yeah. And encourage that. So then, okay. So then you kept doing your kept thing. Kept doing my thing. I, I took a break in high school. I wanted to be a kid. Graduated and went to University of Oregon oh, for theater. Yeah. Okay. Um, hated it. Okay. Why? Dropped out. I, I think I wanted to go somewhere where I was going to know... I was going to not know anyone and start fresh, but the program wasn't for me. I felt too eager to get started. Uh-huh. Um, like get out in the real world. Yeah, get out yeah. in the real world and apply these things that I was learning. I just wanted, I didn't want to wait four years. Yeah. So okay. I, I self-tape, my, I self-taped myself. I got this little part on the show called Enlightened on HBO. Oh, yeah. They got my part bigger. Laura Dern, right? Yeah, Laura yeah. Dern. Okay. Um, I flew out to Hawaii to shoot it. Whoa, dropped yeah, out of school. Right. Oh, I have to go back. I watched that show. I got cut out of it a lot. Okay. Right. Just, okay. I was I was very so green. Known. I was okay. young. I threw up on set. I was so nervous. Oh my god! Yeah, I threw up in front of Laura Dern. Oh. She was really nice. I bet she it. was really sweet. About yeah, she it. was really sweet. Aww, because she was a child actor. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, she was. Her parents a, were both actors. Yeah. She got it. I think everyone there could tell I was. Totally out of my element. Okay. Oh, um, how old were you? Like 19? 17? 17? Okay. Yeah. Um, and then, and then I became close with Luke Wilson on set. And actually, after that, I did a short film with him and kind of lived with him a little bit. Okay. And he taught me a bunch of stuff oh. and introduced me to his agents and was kind of a mentor to he me. He mentored you. Yeah, he was. I love He him. took me under his wing. Yeah, I love him. He's a, he's a really good actor. He's great. He's Wait, amazing. he's not... Owen is the... Owen's the one one. Luke yes. is the Burnett. Yes, okay, yeah. And what was your big breakthrough? What was well, What was something you were working on a couple of years ago and you were... You know, it was more of like a kids-oriented sort of program. The kids show? Yeah. Tagged. What was it? It was called Tagged oh, okay. on Hulu. Okay. Yeah. Um, There's no shame in that. No, I... You, you I paid the bills. love that show. Okay. I know it's <laughs> for a certain demographic, That's but I... It was the best experience of my life. Those cast members have become my best friends. We Aww. were just in New Mexico shooting for a couple months out of the year, and it was summer camp. And I, it was a safe space that I could learn to see what worked, see what didn't, um, make mistakes, and have it be okay. When you when you're asked to look back at like your your roles on like those kind of shows, <laughs> yeah. you know I mean? everybody has them. It's yeah. fine. Yeah. Know? No, I had. I think I had a lot of moments where I thought it was going to be that moment where I transition into something else where it didn't quite happen. It was, meaning? Meaning I had these expectations that this was going to be the thing that changes everything. Uh-huh. And that wasn't the case. It doesn't, it doesn't really matter. And it also doesn't work that way. It doesn't work that way. This is the big thing we're talking about all the time in class, Lucas. And that's the thing about life in a way, right? Like we're so taught to live for whatever that victory is. And yeah. I want 
a life is about, you know, achieving our heart's desire and like realizing yeah. like to me more of like what we discover about ourselves in trying to get there. But then you get there and you're like, well, this isn't the big fulfillment that I thought it would be. Because then the next day you have to like wake up and put on your pants and get out there and live again. You know what right. I mean? It's some kind of weird snow job that we've all been taught that our life is going to begin once we get the agent or the lover or the house. Or yeah. the, I'm constantly harping about that. And it's, it can be a real remedy for disaster, I think. Yeah. A lot of people, I think a lot of famous people actually have suffered from, have had like sort of depressive bouts around once they have achieved sort of astronomical success and then they're like, well, now what? You know what I mean? Right. I think living in this town, you have comparison anxiety oh, yeah. for Compare everything, everything. Yeah. I compare everything. Oh. I remember one kid on our show, Noah Centineo, who blew up. And I remember having this anxiety, like, why is it not me? Why is it not me? Uh, yeah. And he's a wonderful guy. I love him. He's one of my really good friends. And it took me a while to realize that we just all have a different path. That's and right. we're going to land where we're supposed to land. And I'm so happy that he's killing it right now. And that's what he's doing is not what I'm supposed to be doing. His roles wouldn't look right on me. Yeah, you know? That's so, right. You're completely different. We're so different. Yeah. And you're not competing against it. No, that's the other thing to keep no. remembering. I had this audition today and I was in the waiting room with this actor who I see at pretty much every audition. <gasps> every audition. <laughs> and finally I had a moment where I was like, Hey, I'm Lucas. I see you every Aww, week. Great. Um, and he was like, I see you every week. I don't know whether to talk to you or not. Um, congrats on this role. And I was like, congrats on this role. You beat me for it. And <laughs> you it, traded roles. Yeah, yeah. you traded roles. Yeah, it became cool. a moment where it wasn't a competition. It was like, this is my community. And no one's going to understand the pain or the, the rejection more than him. Uh -huh. And if it's not me for this role, then it should be him or someone else. Someone and, else. and it made the audition so much better to connect and then go into the room and connect rather than sitting in the waiting room, shut off, and then, you know, I'm not going to talk to anyone, have my headphones on. Then you go in the room, and then you're supposed to just connect. Mm -hmm. It's It shouldn't be this, it, it should, you know, be linear. Well, it also, like, demystifies yeah. sort of your projections of who you thought he was. You know what I mean? So, yeah. like, in, in your mind, oh, he's that super talented guy, and he's got his shit together, and he's going to book it, and he got the last job, or all this bullshit we do. And yeah. then you meet someone, and you're like, oh, my God. They're cool, or maybe they're not cool, but yeah. you realize, like, okay, they're working through the same shit I am, and now I don't have to, like, revere them at the level that I denigrate myself, you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. It's always that kind of... But so that's amazing that you reached out, because it's, to me, it's like, uh, what's her name? Mel Robbins has this, uh, I don't know if you've heard of her. No. I, my listeners should... Mel Robbins is, a, like, a, a self-empowerment guru, I guess, and, uh, like, a success trainer, but... Her big thing is, is it's called the five second rule. And when you have an impulse or an aha or an idea about something, you have five seconds to act on it. And, and it's usually something you're really scared to do. So you probably have this aha, like I want to go say hi to him. And then you're like, well, that's weird. I shouldn't do that. He's going to think I'm, you know, whatever. And then yeah. we usually let that second voice, if we don't act on it in five seconds, the second voice comes in and eliminates the possibility of that happening. And it's so true. You have to do, you just have to act out on the thing. Yeah. And it's really powerful. Yeah. You know, like I've had conversations with people where I was like, oh, I should say something to this person. And then 
I was too scared to, and then I do it, and I'm like, oh, nothing happened. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. It's a shitty committee in your head telling yeah, you these right, stories the that committee. aren't. That's funny. Aren't, real. aren't true. No. So that was what you just came from an audition. I just came from yeah, an audition, that was and the experience. It was great. It was great. But you know, I also wanted to say, with this, I, I what you were talking about, like the compare and despairism, mm-hmm. and like Noah and how do you say Centineo? Centineo, like, um, I was coaching this uber famous person like it's kind of mythical how big this person is and she was just saying how we were talking about what's weird is is again the perception is is you land wherever you land yes but there still is this idea that once you've become famous or you're known all over the world or you have billions of fans or whatever it is you're still it's life is a social equalizer so fame does not eliminate heartache and pain and social awkwardness and the yeah. things that she struggled like she's so young so she's in her early 20s and she's figuring out who she is and how she wants to be an artist and like it's in, in fact sometimes it can be even worse because she has sure. like 10 billion people wanting things from her but yeah. it just goes to show you you're not shielded from life will continue to go on whether you're the most famous billionaire or, you know, yeah. I think it's our weird connection again with like fame, like the fame monster Yeah, that once we're famous, we don't have to, <laughs> Oh, I won't have any problems. Yeah. It's like magnified. You know what I mean? Oh, a hundred percent. He has his own set of anxiety and his own set of, of comparison. I'm sure. Yeah. I know he does. Is it sort of like, I always feel like every day, you know, we win something and we lose something every day, regardless of who we are. Yeah. You know, and that's true about life anyway, because we're all heading to, I don't want to scare everybody, but oblivion at one level, but it's true. Like we won't exist in this form. So like we're all churning towards something. Everybody's going to turn the pot. It's got really dark. (laughs) It's true though. No, but see, but that's not, to me, that's, it's true, but it's not dark in a way. It's like, it's, I think we all, we all walk around knowing that we're, in a temporary form, but not really, really acknowledging, I'm not going to be here. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like at some point, this house is going to be lived in by someone else. I will no longer exist. But it's also can be scary at first, but then you're like, okay, I have a lot more sharing and contributing to do before I expire. Right. You know, yeah. Did yeah. Take, well, my podcasts often take an existential turn. I love it. That's who I am. I love it. I was just having a thought the other day. I don't know if this is too no, weird and no. Everything we're at a rock floating in something called. Did you just space. realize that? Yes. No, but like I, 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 I will. I sound like a stoner right now, but like no. I'll think about it and be like, "What the fuck?" That's right. What the fuck? I'm always saying, "Keep it in check." Remember, we are on a piece of rock that's some 4.5 billion years old, churning in the middle, revolving in the middle of dark matter, yeah. amongst all other solar systems. Yeah. Like I have a quote as to how much. <laughs> we think we know, which is based less than 0.001 of the totality of the universe, which I can't even get my head around. That's That's not even like 1%. So, but it feels so real here, right? Like this fucking planet and it is, but yeah, but it's not, but that's a great aha. Yeah. This is what's sad though to me is like people are walking around as if I said this in class actually a couple weeks ago, like, like, like Target is real. Like, okay, Target is real, but like some people, this is a bad analogy, I don't even know if I can explain it, but it I had it. to do with that, which yeah. is, 
But it's not really real. It's right. a, it's a building that has been labeled a shopping department yeah. on the middle of a chunk of rock. <laughs> or like in outer money. space. Yeah, like, money. About money. I know how insane it is. Okay, see now we're really going down the wormhole. It's, hole, right? I could go on all like day. all of it. It's and insane. we are not high right now, we people. Are completely sober. <laughs> it's one in the afternoon. We're drinking water. <laughs> we should we should imbibe yeah, because it's legal and like yeah and then talk about existentialism because I, it's so to. true yeah Lucas I love that you're thinking about those things now though yeah I never really I don't know it's so hard for me to think back in my 20s and think how I thought back then because I don't remember yeah but I must have been thinking this way I didn't start till recently I think this is going to go down another tangent but like I had I had something kind of scary happen to me last year where I had to get surgery and for the first time in my life I had, I never thought about mm-hmm. death and mm-hmm. morality and I just, it really hit me one day that I could just die. I thought I was invincible my whole life. Uh-huh. Um, well, that's the early teens, early, early teens. 20s. Yeah. You know what I mean? We are invincible. Yeah. Yeah. So that's great. You're yeah. going through this awkward yeah. early 20s phase. Yeah. That's good. It's also going to change your work. You know what I'm I mean? Sure. A broken heart is an open heart. Uh, turn your broken heart into art. That's right. That is totally it. We need to stop trying to protect our hearts all the time and allow them to be broken. That's what I was saying for. in class the other day about like, if, if not for putting all of our broken hearted pieces into the work, then why else have we survived it? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you have to like put your tragedies and your heart that has been like splayed open on the ground you have to you have to share it in some Mm -hmm. form otherwise it's a waste yeah you know what I mean yeah and you can tell I can tell when people are acting um from that place from that place like who has actually had their heart broken or who there's some actors who are great actors technically and they're award winners but I feel like their life is only acting Uh uh-huh and then I see these other people who have these full lives and it really, it shows in their work. You're like, you're not just an actor. You've done some shit. You've had your heart broken. You've kicked someone's ass. You've had your ass kicked. Like, that's the kind of actors that I want to watch. So I try not to get jaded and try to allow myself to get my heart broken more often. Well, you're too young to be jaded. I still am jaded sometimes. <laughs> and you have to guard against that because no, as I you know. get older, it gets easier to be shut down I and know. be like bitter and you know what I mean? It's, it's the devil. <laughs> resistance and all that shit I, we were just talking before we started the podcast I have a younger boyfriend and I was saying yesterday I don't know I was it was only like a 30 second bitch fest but as I was like you know really like complaining about everything I was like oh my god it sounds so like and he's like you do and I was like okay you're right but it's so easy to get just sort of dark yeah you know what I mean oh yeah well, I'm not even, I don't even know that was darkness I was just like such a womp womp you know what I mean? It's it's more comfortable to complain and it's true. be a nag than it is to accept everything. You know. Look at you, little wise little little Buddha. Look at how much you've changed. Oh my god, I've it changed so be, much. It used to be so much. I love this about you because because when I first started working with you, it was all about I gotta get this job. Oh I have god. to get this job, Tony. And I was like, calm down. You're gonna work. I know. I'm never wrong with actors. I really am. Like you are, but right. it takes time. I know. But I also love like you don't. You can't give a shit so much. No, you, you can't. I mean? It's it really is the kiss of death, and 
I thought so much in this town. If I leave for five days, like everyone's gonna forget oh, about me, God. and it's like okay, you're no. scared to take a vacation. Yeah, no, it's like go take, take a your vacation. Trip. That's when you book the job. That's now. when you every time I take a vacation, <laughs> I book a job. Every time I don't give a shit and I'm self taping in Portugal, I book the job. It's like isn't that fun? Do what you want to do. Yeah, it doesn't matter. You got to live your life. You cannot wait around. No one's gonna forget. No one's gonna give a shit. Just nobody do does give a shit. Nobody this is cares. The thing, like. I mean, there's just so much stuff out there nowadays, yeah. and like, I'm just <clears throat> shocked at like, I know I was just looking at some show, I don't even remember the name of it now. Like, I was like, I didn't even know this was a show, and I don't even know what network, it's just mind-blowing yeah. to me, and I think everybody has to relax. Well, it's comforting, every actor that's listening, that there is more opportunities right now than yes. there has ever, ever been. been. Ever. Yeah. So, I don't know, but, but it's interesting, Lucas, because we had talked about this a while ago yeah. at the Roar Party. Like, it is interesting, though, like, because there's more opportunities, it doesn't mean always that the actor is getting the best financial no. payback for a job. You know what I mean? No. It's harder for actors nowadays to make a living at acting in a weird way. 100%. Even if they're on a show. Yeah. Because the pay scale... I think this is the thing, is corporations are so evil. They are. <laughs> they are so evil, by the way, can I just say one thing? I just have to do a climate change fun fact. I haven't really done that in my podcast yet, but I always do it in my teaching. But did you know that more than 50%, listen people, more than 50% of the carbon output in on the planet is caused by less than 100 companies. Jesus. And they're all old fossil fuel companies. We have to hold these people accountable. Yeah. They are, they are contributing to more than 50% of our problem with um, global heat capture. It's really scary. It's really, really Anyway, scary. I think it's important to have, just keep remembering and keep remembering what's important. You know what I yeah. mean? Nobody will have a job if we don't start to correct, you know, what's really going to be affecting everyone. But totally. I, my, I guess my point was is these corporations know that they can get actors yeah. for a lot less in a way. Oh, yeah. Unless you're a huge star that has a big IP and like, you know, a big sort of they're still such a huge brand yeah. like Julia Roberts could get whatever she wants to get whether she's doing an Amazon show or whatever but it's harder for people who are younger and coming up and are doing good work yeah. but maybe don't have that kind of you know what I mean yeah no the new media contracts are insane oh, that's what it's called it's, that's yeah right. new media um, new that was the New Mexico show we were on it, even though it was on Hulu it uh-huh. was still considered new media so we were we were getting paid nothing but you know, I don't know. I mean, it's, you have it's to, hard. well, you have to see it is, it's just like anything. Like I just finished this movie and I, I paid for that myself. I, I wanted to create this story about gun violence and, you know, I was working through my own questions about why are these things happening? And anyway, so even though it's finding its way. It's yeah. not like it's a cash cow return. You know what I mean? No. I mean, I probably, I don't know what's going to happen, but my, my point is, is sometimes our investment in things doesn't show up just in that moment or in the return of that thing. Yeah. It's really the, the, <clears throat> the process and the experience and the long-term investment you're making. So you were in a show that maybe wasn't paying, was paying you peanuts but that gave you experience and confidence and yeah. bravery and insight that now you parlayed into another show. And then, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, I think this industry is an insane hobby or, or profession where you 
have to be very privileged to put in the amount of money and time. So if you're doing it for the money, you got to do something yeah, else because so. it's, it's, it doesn't happen for a long time. And even when it does happen, it, unless you're in the top Julia Roberts tiers, it's not, it's not amazing. No, no. I mean, take out, you know, taxes, agent, manager, agent, fee, lawyer fees, right. Sometimes uh, PR, PR, stylist, acting class. That's yes, right. All those things add up. Yeah, you know? up. But it's also, what's that saying? All things, all things that can be counted don't matter. And all things that matter can't be counted. Yeah. Something like that, which is true. Like we, we, I think we're such a capitalistic, uh, have such a capitalistic psyche that, we only attribute value to things from a monetary standpoint, which is really dangerous. You know yeah. what I mean? Oh yeah. And that's not an artist's mind anyway. Um, so tell us about Euphoria. So Zendaya is like the, the headliner of that show. She right? is yeah. the lead, um, as well as a amazing actress, Hunter Schaefer, who's okay. brand new. She oh, was wow. a, a transgender model who, oh, wow. um, this is her first acting job and she's unbelievable. She has this, how old is she? She is nineteen. Okay, and are you guys supposed to be teenagers on the show, or like early um, adults? They're they're teenagers. Um, me and a couple cast members are college. It's my first college role. Okay, yay! <laughs> um, <laughs> You're legal. I'm legal now. <laughs> um, but yeah, the show's great. It pushes boundaries. It's a social commentary on what teens are like right now. Okay. And oh my god! Yeah, I'm scared to watch that. You should be, but Ooh. also it's. It's, Damn. it's so good and it's so true and people are getting so uptight about it. Some of the reviews and the things people are saying online. Like about, in what way? About the nudity of it and oh, like it's gratuitous and whatever. People do get nude. That's what I said. Young people get have nude. sex. There's this one scene where the girl takes her, she's with her friends and she takes her shirt, shirt off and shows them her boobs. And people were saying that was, it wasn't needed. But I'm looking back when I was a teenager and maybe I'm a weirdo, but I would get naked with my friends and be weird and just like do weird shit that's what kids do it's called exploration exactly you know I mean? exactly yeah. well it's actually good that it's courting controversy yeah because no, controversy sells right like hey you know what any bad publicity is still publicity, publicity but that's what they say i mean yeah it's not to hate but it's like fox news and all these conservative places that are spitting all the hate and Honestly, like, I don't want them to like it. I'd rather get a reaction. Of course, it's Fox News. Yeah, fuck them. Oh, my God. So showing ridiculous. Yeah. It's promoting drug use, promoting sex, promoting... It's like, no. Yeah. You're, you're totally not getting it at all. Yeah. It's not what it's about. Well, it's also, like, what is art? Like, if you can't, you know, if you look at artists who were a sort of on the leading edge, they were Robert Mapplethorpe or yeah. even Vincent Van Gogh. Like, people yeah. who were creating things that traditional segments of society we're not yet accustomed to seeing that's how we evolve culture forward it's always about moving culture forward right you know again to me it's like this climate change thing of like it's it's the the reason why people create fights or controversy around something is it's the establishment and the establishment does not want change people don't want to change it's too scary but that's when we really head into really dark, dark. That's real darkness. Yeah. Because that becomes trying to hold people back or marginalizing people or not giving people a voice. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or using their, their sort of pulpit to like, um, segregate or, you know, compromise people in some way. Yeah.
So it's basically just a coming of age story, and yeah, I mean, a lot of it has to do with Zendaya's character, who is a drug addict in high school. She's suffering from addiction, and it has to do with the showrunner's uh, showrunner's true story, Sam Levinson, who he kind of made himself a female character uh-huh. and showed him what he struggled what with. he struggled with. Yeah, wow. okay, it's beautiful. Yeah. It's it's really a beautiful beautiful story. The cinematography is insane. Okay, I it's can't wait. fast. It's yeah. Fun. I saw uh, I saw the trailer. It looked it's great. Cool. So how many episodes? Eight episodes. Okay, wow. Yeah. And then when will you hear if it's going to get another season or was I this think, just kind of a limited series? I think they're trying for a season two. Uh-huh. We just got word that. The ratings were great. Okay, cool. They were close to Big Little Lies. Okay. Uh, the social ratings, which is a big thing right yeah, now, yeah. were the biggest one since the premiere of Westworld. Whoa. So Twitter and Get Instagram. It. Yeah, so that's good. So I have Is your like, phone ringing off the hook now? I mean, I hope I'm in season two. Can you put me in it, please? Can I... Fuck. That's hilarious. So. That's awesome, Lucas. Yeah, no, it's great. And so it's like an ensemble cast? Yes, a big cast. I should have looked who else. I feel like maybe there was another student on the show or I'm somebody sure. else that I know, but sure. I'd have to look and see. But Jacob Alordi. No. Maybe not. Maybe there wasn't. But I yeah. saw Zach and then I was like, oh cool. Yeah. Um so what's next now though? I'm back to auditioning. Okay. I'm back in the Isn't it the interesting? Pit. Like you may be getting <laughs> new opportunities, but it's yeah. still the same. It's all the you same. You know what I mean? Or it's always like you're maybe now at a new level, but you're at the bottom of a new level. It's like what oh, yeah. I like to remind people. Yeah. You know? It's always evolving and you're always in a new thing, but it's never... I always thought that you get this thing and then all of a sudden... Did you think? Like, oh, after, yeah. after Euphoria premieres, I'm going to get a straight to offer <laughs> new movie with Steven Spielberg or whatever. Well, right? I, think, I think I've learned my lesson now that okay. I know that's not the case. Yeah. So I don't expect that anymore. But I think when I first got roles, I thought... Oh, I made it. I'm good. I'm in. No. Nope. But, I mean... Anne Hesch said that long, a long time ago. It was a quote, like... I love her. Yeah, like, look, she's had an up-and-down career. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? It has nothing to do with her talent. But, like, I don't know, like, 15 years ago, she said, you know, I think there's this misconception in the business that once you've, quote-unquote, made it, you've ever made it. And yeah. she's like, uh, no, <laughs> you're hustling for the next job, like anyone else yeah. you know I think there is like you know there's lead captors of the world or like you know Julia Roberts or Jen Lawrence whatever but like yeah. most working actors are hustling for the next thing you know yeah I mean look maybe I get a few more director meetings yeah okay. but I'm still auditioning the same amount I'm still getting rejections getting rejected That's still right. reading for just casting and not straight to producers all the time See? it's still it's a different thing and then yeah it's all the same and, and it's great because we're we're always growing and you're never done I, I always want to keep learning I want to get better I know I have a lot to learn I've only been doing it for you know six, seven years maybe at the most you're a newbie so I you and know. Because it's also cumulative like you know you go, you'll look back in six years from now and be like oh okay that led to this to this to this to this yeah that's just how you do it that's how you build a career yeah and I do I do believe that work begets work it really is true and I think, you know, because I got Euphoria, this was just because of Assassination Nation, which is the same oh, director. Yeah. Oh, um, was it really? Wow. Yeah. Okay, and that's I so was amazing. In, I couldn't even get an audition for that part. I oh. found his email and begged to get a reading for any part in the movie and flew to New Orleans to meet with him. Okay, wow. On my own money, on everything, and auditioned for a part and got a, 
apart in that film. I still haven't seen that in Suki. Suki, yes. Studio, and she's I just saw it. her at the premiere of Euphoria. Oh, okay, yeah. wow. She's not in that, though. No, but no. she was there to support yeah, Sam. Yeah, okay. She's Great. awesome. Yeah. I really love her. They cut out her sex scene in that movie. Oh, are you serious? Yeah. Why? We went crazy. It was true. It was so insane. Wow, you have like such yeah. provocative sex scenes. In I your... love it. <laughs> I'm all about it. Yeah, but Lucas, it's not really that sexy. I have a sex yeah. scene in this movie. I'm not. I'm not saying you're not sexy. I'm talking about like when you're actually you better not. when you're doing it. It's so not like no. It's like lift your leg here. I actually. It's funny that Allison, who is our first AD, at one point. <laughs> I'm doing this, um, my lover and I are having sex, whatever, yeah. and she's shouting out, she's like, they're shouting out directions, move your hip and do that, and like, and she's like, Tony, I don't buy it, are you really into it? And I was like, oh my god, yeah. you have to act passion, yeah. you know what I mean? It's, it's hard. It's acting it. Yeah. They have intimacy coordinators now. I know they do. It's yeah. crazy. But yeah, no, it's, there's nothing sexy about it at all. We talked about that yesterday at the office, which is interesting because... <laughs> I think an intimacy coordinator is required if a director does not know how to talk and communicate and create space with actors. Yeah. And there are probably many directors who are like that. But yeah. that to me is kind of sad because that's what a director's job is. I agree with you. You know what I mean? I agree with you. I think, um, you know, if people feel more comfortable having one there, that's one thing. And maybe it's a good thing. But I think that being on set is such a intimate, um, sacred thing. Experience. And to like kind of... If you should have the trust of your director to to have that conversation without having an outside person come in to an already really personal, intimate thing. So yeah, I have a kind of conflicting. I know. I, I guess that. maybe because I work with actors in such an intimate way, to me, it would never cross my mind that yeah. I would need an intimacy expert because I feel like that's the nature of what acting is anyway. Yeah. See, this is also oh, this is a good conversation. See, acting to me, int- this is also how we try to reduce something mm-hmm. to. Intimacy isn't just the sexual act. Intimacy is this, what we're talking about. Yeah. Intimacy is being brave enough in a scene to tell someone, I hate you, or I heard you cheated on me, or that's intimacy yeah. as well. Yeah. So then we need an intimacy expert for everything because it's really learning how to communicate feelings. Bam, mic drop. That was so good. I love that. That was so good. Oof. I need to use that as a lesson. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's kind of, I get it. But I also, I'm always looking for a deeper aha around these things because the art of showing up and like you said, being open hearted and putting that into the work Mm -hmm. is the greatest act of intimacy ever because you feel vulnerable. Yeah. So really it should be called a vulnerable, vulnerability expert. I love that. You know what I mean? Brene Brown. Maybe I could have a side business. You and Brene Brown can (laughs) wake up. Aw, yeah. Love her. That's right. Yeah, I know, but it's all. Yeah, I mean, I mean, somebody said that in class today. They were like, "Tony, you need to have Brene Brown come and teach guest lecture here because it's exactly what she teaches in an acting context." She really does. Everything that she says is so applicable to actors. I know it's really crazy. Yeah. Um, Well, Lucas, you're doing so well. I'm so proud of you. Thank you. Well, thanks for helping me leap. And of course, your classes were amazing and. I love that you introduce meditation into my life, which is a huge part of my, I do it every day, twice a day. And I love it. Dance and movement has become, got me in my body, your classes and, and just coaching with you. Well, I love that you're thinking so much bigger. Yeah. And that's only going to support your acting and make you a deeper actor because you're not just about, I got to get the job. I wasn't a little shit when you met me. Okay. Well, I don't, I was kind of, I was a little shit. 
But it's great. I love actually talking to you because you have changed a lot. And yeah. I, I wouldn't have called you a little shit. I just like, you were more focused. You had a younger mind yeah. about things that young people are obsessed about. But this is so much more interesting. Yeah. And you're not that much older. No. You know what I mean? Well, everyone that's young listening, just chill out and know that it's going to happen. Just be patient with yourself and don't put the more tension you're going to put on it. That's right. The more it's going to push it away. Uh, you got it. Like you said, for you know, people. get it, get it, that kind of don't give a shit attitude. Yeah. It's not fuck you. It's fuck it. That's totally it. Yes. It's not disrespect and it's not, not caring. It's just not being tied to the end results. Yes. Yeah. You know what I mean? If you go play tennis or you go surfing or you make a meal, you're not yeah. obsessed with how it turns out. You're uh-huh. into the flow of it. Yeah. Well, let's do a speed round. What's your favorite place? What's your favorite city? That's a new one. A tie between Lisbon and Portugal and Amsterdam. Okay. I'm sure you imbibed in... Oh, God, I had so much fun there. <laughs> That's why you love it. Uh, okay. Everyone's so hot. Who's your favorite singer? A favorite singer? Yeah, see, these are new ones. Oh, okay. Favorite singer... Um, Come on! I'm into I've been Megan The Stallion right now. She's really good. Okay, rapper. But Got good. It. Yeah, yeah, I've heard of her. Yeah. Who's your favorite actor? Favorite actor is Ellen Burstyn. Whoa! Good for you. That's so out of the box. Yeah. She's so good. You're gonna say like Meryl Streep, which I love. I love She's her. Great, She's but... amazing with Big Little Eyes. Yeah. But usually people go to the obvious. Yeah. Ellen Burstyn is great. God, she's so good. She's really great. She's so good. Did you ever see Alice Doesn't Live Here anymore? Yep. Whoa. Great. She was amazing. Did you ever see the movie um, The Last Picture Show? I did. That Wait, movie. she was in that? Yeah. Sybil Shepard was Sybil in that. Sybil Shepard was amazing. That was her first movie. Yeah, I know. And Jeff Bridges. So many people. That movie yeah, is like the best acting class ever. Yeah, it's a really great yeah. movie. Um, okay, so what would... If you could only have one thing on an island, what would it be? My phone... That's such a lame okay, answer. Okay, good luck having trans. Know, Wait, that battery's going to die answer. within... Can I change it? No, it says it's oh, done. <laughs> Spoken like a true millennial. God. Um, what it, who is your favorite actor crush? Could be male or female. Okay. Um, I'll do one for both. Okay. Female... I think Reese Witherspoon is like really hot in Big Little Lies right now. Yeah, I agree. But she's hot. She's awesome. And um, yeah, she's in a, a different part of herself. Yeah. You know what I mean? yeah. And Jake Gyllenhaal, I mean, come on. Straight, whatever you are, whatever you're on the spectrum, you can't help it that I, he's hot. Come on. He's so hot. Did you see that odd little Netflix movie he did? Yeah. With the art thing? That was a little, okay. Loved everything he's done. Wasn't crazy about that one. That was an interesting He's movie. one of my favorite actors. It was very stylized, but in a way, like, yeah. It was yeah. so interesting. But he goes for stuff, doesn't he? He's great. Yeah. He's so good. Um, uh, God, now I'm forgetting. Okay. Um, uh, 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 what's your favorite movie of all time? Donnie Darko. Jake Gyllenhaal. Oh, whoa. Okay, that is a good movie. I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> that one you'd prepare. I memorized that movie. Wow, really? I've seen it over 50 times. Can you quote movies? Yeah, I, 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 can I can't ever it. quote movies. I can quote it. Jesus. What's your favorite line from that movie? Uh, she was just standing there in the middle of the road frozen, so I got out of the car and I walked over to see if she was okay, and she leaned over and she whispered in my ear. She said that all living things die alone. It made me think of my dog, Callie. She died when I was eight. She crawled underneath the porch. She died to be alone. Uh, I mean, I guess I could try to not be alone, but in the end, we all die alone, so I guess it doesn't even matter. 
I don't want to be alone. Sorry, I'm obsessed with that movie. And scene. Thank you. I hope you do that as a monologue. What monologue will you be doing for us today, Lucas? I will be doing a selection of Donnie Darko scenes. I literally could. <laughs> okay, wow. Um, yeah, I think that was pretty good. We added different speed round questions there. Okay, here's the big last one. Okay. How would you define love? Oh, how can you define that? That's love is... I mean, it's really an undescribable... Is that a word? Yeah. Indescribable. Indescribable. Yeah. God, I didn't finish high school. Uh, but I did go to college. Uh, yeah. I think it's... It's indescribable. It's really that thing that you can't really put into words, but it's beautiful. And I love you. I love oh. this house. I want to live here. <laughs> well, I always like to say love. My, my definition of love is just this moment right now. Yeah. Yes. I love Thank you for being here. Thank you for having so me. So proud of you. So Lucas, tell people, uh, again, remind them about Euphoria, where they can see it, and then where they can find you on the socials. Cool. Euphoria, Sunday night, 10 p.m. after Big Little Lies with HBO. Miss Shailene, with Shailene Woodley. Woodley. She was so good in the last episode. She was, she was really Oh amazing. my god. Yeah. She made me cry. She's amazing. Uh, Instagram, at Lycusgag, L-I-K-I-S-G-A-G, and then Lucas Gage on Twitter. That's about it. Awesome. Thanks, Thanks for, for having me. me. Yes, thank you.